I'm Molly Cooper and this is a Snapshot episode where we bring you inside scoops from the travel, design and creative spheres. It's the same creative spaces content now in Coffee Break Conversations. Today's snapshot is going to be an absolute cracker of an episode, and I'm so excited to welcome the wonderful Alexandra Dudley, who's going to be talking me through how to bring a little bit of festive magic to your tablescapes this Christmas. Alexandra, welcome to Creative Spaces. How are you doing today? That was so great. I'm well. Very looking forward to Christmas. It's that frantic last couple of weeks before Christmas hits. It's just go, 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 isn't it? But hopefully some rest at the end of the tunnel. I think it always is that way at the end of the year, to be honest. That's kind of why we love it. Yeah, well, before we get into all things Christmas, I'd love to hear a bit about you and your background. I know you've had quite a tumultuous life and I'd love to hear all about it. So I now mainly write about food. I spend most of my time cooking and writing recipes, which is a great thing to do. Um, But I started originally painting, so I I was kind of like painting full time. And then I actually started a snack company um when I was about 22 and I sort of saw this like gap in the market to um start a healthy snack company and started on my kitchen table which I think is where most people start um and then eventually I moved into a kind of industrial kitchen I had to give up my studio to do that I always worked in food kind of on the side I worked in a restaurant I also worked in a shoe shop which was not great um I worked in restaurants in the evening and then I had been kind of catering on and off since I was quite young. What my the first thing I ever did was set up like a cake company when I was like 15. Um, so it was always kind of in my blood. And obviously I'd started the snack company, um, which did well until it didn't. Um, and there's a long story there, but that's not all we're here to talk about. So essentially I sort of closed the business down and then I thought I would become a full-time food stylist. Um, and I did do some food styling and I still do bits and bobs, but really it was, it was the recipe writing that kind of, I guess it, that was just the door that I went through. And, you know, I, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing since then. And I mean, a, a lot of hustling to get kind of the first recipe column and stuff, but um, yeah, I love it. So that's mainly what I do now. And supper clubs and cook. I still do a bit of private cooking, um, I've started doing supper clubs again, but mainly it's it's kind of the writing and the development. Yeah, that's so fun. I love a hustle. Love that. I feel like food must be quite a large part of your Christmas then. I'd love to hear a bit about what Christmas at the Dudley household looks like. So it's changed a bit over the years. My parents split up and they ages ago and they didn't get on for a really long time. And then over lockdown, they became friends. So now my dad is also with us at Christmas. So basically my whole family is there, which is really nice. My, it's my mum and me mainly cooking. Um, and one of the things I feel like lots of people do not have at Christmas, but it's essential for me at Christmas is red cabbage, maybe rogue. But like braised red cabbage, why didn't why does not everyone eat that? I actually had a venison pie the other day and it came with braised red cabbage and it was almost better than the pie. Yeah. So good. So there's always red cabbage, which we always try and make ahead, but it's quite um a hefty thing to make. So it's like on mass, giant pots of it, and then we're shoving it in the freezer. Um we normally go for a long walk. We do Christmas lunch. I know people do Christmas dinner, but lunch mm. is about 3 p.m. Yeah. Sort of do presents stuff after that, and then everyone sort of slumps onto the sofa and maybe has like satsumas and Christmas cake for dinner and maybe more wine. Um, 
but it's really lovely it's very it's relatively relaxed there's only kind of eight of us there so it's not a massive massive Christmas um but it's yeah it's really lovely the family get together oh I love it and then let's talk about the the tablescapes there and I guess you sit down for lunch at three um and you said a bit of red cabbage what other sort of things we're eating and like how do you like to set up your tables do you have themes do they change each year or where do you get your inspo from so I always think smell is really important as on on the table kind of like smell and also sensation that's maybe a better word um So especially at Christmas time, I really like to think of the table as something that you can almost kind of unwrap. Yeah. I think about layers, things like, you know, tying your napkin in a knot or putting, you know, people love ribbons at the moment, putting ribbons around a napkin. That in a way kind of like evokes that sense of opening a present or unwrapping something, which is really exciting. Um, I also think it's quite fun to have little treats on the table, which could be, they could be kind of clementines. Sometimes it's quite nice to stuff them with, stud them sorry with cloves you've got like some really it's really kind of evocative smell um it's like my mum loves putting little bowls of things like that there and I think things that keep people at the table for longer so you the best lunches or dinners or whatever are the ones that kind of roll on forever and ever not obviously not forever but for a long time and um you know if you've got like dates or you've got some little bowls of chocolates or nuts Mm. there's something really nice about people kind of dissembling the table at the end Ah. and it's there being kept there so I always try and think about um that sense of unwrapping Mm -hmm. another thing is height I mean it sort of plays into the same thing but using maybe a cake stand in a different way so maybe you would put um something like a savory pie on a cake stand or you put satsumas on the clementines whatever on the cake stand um candles different heights of candles I think is also really lovely um I often do a kind of runner centerpiece thing with lots of foliage snip bits from the back of the Christmas tree and I love using herbs so things like rosemary and bay uh but this year I actually went for something I did a kind of Christmas lunch in my flat in London and I went very basic and went for kind of like white like um dried wheat um and really focused on kind of just candles and stuff for that you know it's very Christmassy isn't it candlelight always candlelight focus on the candles rather than harsh natural lighting I think there's something about humans and sitting around fire whether that's like an open fireplace or just like loads of candles I don't know what it is it's just like that human instinct is like ah yes fire it's also very magical isn't it yeah and also we all look better with candlelight soft focus yeah definitely give me that golden glow thanks <laughs> exactly I actually love what you said about this idea of unwrapping it and it really spoke to me my favorite thing is when we have a dinner party and then like you almost wake up the next morning and it's just like the chaos that you've left behind yeah. the night and, and I love that that's sort of like it reminds me of being a kid you know when your parents would have dinner yeah. parties and come down and there'd be all the kind of like fag ends in the coffee cup yeah. Bendix, um, you know, vitamins like chocolate wrappers and stuff, just fascinating. Or Quality Street, like over that you kind of be like putting it in your mouth and spinning out because it's coconut oil, you know. I so remember that. It's exactly that, I think. Yeah, I used to come down and like sneak whatever was left over from dessert for breakfast. And we'd have, my mum used to make this like chocolate prune ice cream. And you know, when it's just like standout childhood memory was the chocolate prune ice cream. I love that. I also really like cold Christmas pudding. I have, I think I've had Christmas pudding 
at, as part of my breakfast for many years now. Mm-hmm. I rate that. I quite like cold, stodgy foods. So I'm gonna, I'll give you a free parcel. Yeah, it's kind of exactly what you need the next day. Christmas pudding ice cream would be good. Oh, if anyone's listening with Christmas pudding ice cream, he's got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if someone's listening in and they're like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling tablescapes this year. Maybe I don't normally do much. Just you know, your, your classic candelabra in the middle. Where would you suggest they get started? Are there any good like spots or resources, or where do you sort of source your bits and bobs and candles from I mean there's a lot on Instagram I think for in terms of inspiration how you want to do things I think for candles it's really boring I always just get them from prices candles because they don't dribble everywhere because there's nothing worse than you know like scraping wax that's off the them worse, yeah you do forget them and you don't want to be that annoying person that's like oh blow out the- oh wash the candle yeah <laughs> so um good candles that don't drip mm-hmm. too much like I don't I think that's what they say no drip candles yeah, sure yeah and a slow burn quite nice mm-hmm. um I think think about kind of natural elements of what you're eating or mm. what is already part of the day so again chestnuts are quite nice cranberries yeah. things that are kind of already on the menu they make really nice table decorations and they're things that then you can repurpose so yeah. if you have a bowl of cranberries you're not going to eat a raw cranberry but then you could probably make cranberry sauce with it and or make some other cranberry pudding chestnuts you can have like a couple of days later Mm. just put them in the oven um walnuts and nuts and stuff like that things that kind of serve another purpose I think is is an easy way to start before rather than investing in I don't know because it's quite fun to also use you know I have one of those faux foliage Mm. rather that I normally I've got one behind me actually on my sideboard and I normally add a few natural bits in there too but mm-hmm. it just fluffs it up yeah but if you don't want to invest in something like that or you don't have the place to store it you can use a lot mm-hmm. with what you kind of already have I think yeah I think that's a really cool idea it's almost like when you have your pre-Christmas party drinks thing you can use your cranberries that you're going to use on Christmas day and then Christmas day comes around and you can get the things that you're going to have your chestnuts for boxing day and you could kind of rotate the table yeah and candles are really nice. It's a very basic thing, but it's a really easy way to bring like magic to a table. And it, a really beautiful Christmas table is one that's just got, you know, if you can get kind of, I think I must have eight or nine behind me, but just different heights of like glass candles. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Oh, I love them. Oh, I see your nuts. I see your nuts in bowls. Yeah. Yeah, lots of bowls behind me as well. Um, also, some red ribbon mm. tied around your candlestick. Maybe not the actual candle because it, it will melt onto it. But that's also quite a really easy way to yeah. have some festive. Love that. It does feel like bows are having a bit of a moment this year. I mean, I love a bow. Yeah, I love a bow. I love a flower. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I love those big red f- Christmas flowers. I don't even know what they're called. Oh, yeah. Road... Is it begin with an R? I know exactly what you mean. They're quite fun to put down the centre of a table and they last for months. That's a great shout. Okay, and then more generally, Christmas. What are like main decorations that you think people should invest in and treasure over the years? I mean, I quite like collecting different decorations every year. Mm. I've got a base of kind of white glass ones. And then I, you know, I love popping at in a Liberty or often when I'm traveling, I'll find some rogue bauble and put mm. that in. It's a bit like creating a home. You build a home. It takes, and building something takes time. It's not something that can be done instantly. And it also adds to the magic, doesn't it? And the story of it. Um, lights though, always invest in lights. I think the year I'm like oh we don't have enough lights we don't have enough Christmas lights so invest make sure you have um 
Christmas lights. And baubles are quite fun as kind of place settings as well. We often think about putting them on the tree, but they're quite nice on the table. Or if you don't have a tree, you could make like your own garland. Just get some really nice ribbon or even tie different ribbons. You know, you're always left, if you collect ribbons like me, there's always lots of odds and ends of different ribbons. And you can sort of tie them together and then hang your Christmas baubles on it and hang that somewhere. And then it's a kind of like little garland thing, which is quite nice as well. So cute. I actually saw some of my friends last night and everyone was like, I haven't got a tree this year. You know, it's in a London flat. You're just like, yeah. Instead of a tree. I also think you know, lots of people are doing plastic trees because, you know, it's better for the environment. I just couldn't store a plastic tree. And I love having the real tree, but then I guess it's not that great for the planet, is it? I know. It's that smell, though. Maybe you need a few twigs, a few little yeah. sprigs of trees scattered. Yeah, or a small tree, but then you may as well get a big tree. Oh, and that is the smell. It's so nice. Yeah, it's so lovely. <laughs> okay, well, then looking ahead, New Year's Eve, what's your kind of New Year's Eve vibe? Do you like going out? Are you a dinner party kind of person? I am actually so boring at New Year's Eve. I used to do New Year's Eve and like dinners with my friends. And now I tend to kind of like be in my pajamas and be in bed by before New Year's Eve. It's really sad. (laughs) It's not, which is funny because I love entertaining, but I think there's so much of it at Christmas. And then it's just before you go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I use it as kind of like a nice time to just relax. I'm often in Cornwall in like a tiny little, oh. and it's dead in January, but it's great. Long walks, like oh. no one around, just love it. Love that. But I think, I do think doing a New Year's Eve dinner party or something is fun. Mm. It's also my birthday month and my husband's month in birthday mm. month. December. We normally do stuff for that. So by the time New Year's Eve comes, we're like partied out. Yeah, done. Give me my New Year's Day swim in the sea in an early night. Or like Cold War, love it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm the same. It's just as soon as you like factor in, Christmases, birthdays, it's just like nightmare. And then what life just starts so early, like January 3rd. It's just like, what? Done? Yeah, I feel you. Okay, well, I love it. Invest in candles and baubles, collect them about your life and get a nice early night on New Year's Eve. Save your ribbons as well. Save your ribbons. Save your ribbons. That's actually a good shout. If you don't have enough baubles, tying ribbons, just ribbons around the tree really bulks it out. Yeah, so true. I know the front of my tree is always nice and the back is literally just empty. Yeah, the back is there. My tea bag one is like that. I mean, he's looking at the back, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, it's been so lovely chatting all things Christmas with you. If you're very inspired to go and do my own tablescapes this Christmas, do have a quick fire round to wrap up with. This week's all Christmas themed, of course. So number one, what's your go-to Christmas movie? I think The Holiday. Yes. Yeah, probably. The holiday, I would say that is my go-to Christmas. No, it's not. I'm lying. Love Actually, 100%. Yeah, it's one of the two, isn't it? Yeah. It's Love Actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then hot Christmases, yay or nay? Never done one, so I wouldn't know. I guess I wouldn't be adverse to it, but I'd probably insist on doing the kind of cold Christmas one mm-hmm. either before or after. Yeah. I think it would just feel like the year hadn't finished. Probably. The alien, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas dinner, are you more excited for the sweets or the savouries? savouries always I'm such a savoury girl mm-hmm. and what's your go-to main turkey duck my mum does goose but I would I think I prefer turkey but she loves a goose yeah I quite like a goose actually I'm with your mum on that real faff to cook though because it's yeah. there's a lot of fat that drains from it. it's a big expedition it's, it is it's a foray into cooking isn't it <laughs> and then what's your go-to Christmas canopy Oh, God, that is hard. Probably a kind of um, bruschetta with like whipped ricotta or burrata with mm. either just be sage yeah. or 
like anchovies and crispy sage. Or at the moment, I love doing roasted butternut squash mm. and cranberries and crispy sage. Basically, crispy sage plus something. Yeah, basically, crispy <laughs> sage. Also, hazelnut. If you brown it in the butter, just spoon that over. Mm, love that. And are there any sort of weird combos that you quite like? Cold Christmas pudding for breakfast aside. Cold Christmas pudding is definitely one. I mean, I would have cold red cabbage too. Yeah. I've even had red cabbage and scrambled eggs quite a lot. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, festive. I like that. Purple's having a moment. Why not in your eggs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. And then looking ahead to 2024, are you doing any New Year's resolutions this year? I actually love New Year's resolutions. But I tend to not have like really stressful ones. And they're all like, try and do this. They're not like, yeah. read every day or do a headstand and stuff like that. Um so I haven't really thought about them yet, but I they tend to be kind of like long-term goals and I probably have like one or two. I love that. So yeah, but I'm kind of a fan. I'm a January fan. Are you? I'm getting serious January vibes from this chat. Yeah. yeah I'm like an early bird, love a Monday. Yeah. Oh, that's sickening. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm pumped for January, pumped for Christmas. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting tablescapes with me. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow, what a lovely chat with the wonderful Alexandra Dudley. And that was actually the last Curator Spaces episodes before Christmas. If you enjoyed listening, as ever, please do hit that follow button or leave a little review. It really means a lot and helps keep the podcast going. I'll be back on the 27th with a few more episodes before kicking off our first ever mini season, the London edition, in January. Now, have a very Merry Christmas, and I'll see you next time for more Curated Spaces.